Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the Michael and Chauncey Show. Good evening and welcome to another Michael and Chauncey Show. I'm your host, Chauncey Brown. <clears throat> Excuse me. My co-host is Michael Bloomling Jr., and he will be my guest in the studio today. Uh, my co-host, Michael Bloomling Jr., is running as a candidate for U.S. Congress in Florida District 21. He has been doing an outstanding job crisscrossing the country, talking to many people about what the issues that face America today I know that we've all had some challenges, and many of the candidates that I've spoken to as it relates to the coronavirus, uh, hopefully uh, Michael will shed some light on how his campaign is going uh, as a result and what's going on in Florida and around the nation. Uh, Let me welcome into the studio my co-host and guest of the Michael and Chauncey Show, my dear friend, Candidate for U.S. Congress in Florida's 21st Congressional District, Michael Bloomling, Jr. Welcome to the show. Hey, Chauncey. Great to see you. Great to hear from you. We've been uh, so many different things have been happening since the last show we had on the Michael and Chauncey show. We've been really, really busy. Um, things have been going well, as you mentioned, on the campaign. I was up at CPAC, um, which was a great experience, and then it turned into a little bit of a controversy with the coronavirus, and one of the people that was there that was infected, and then it just, you know, and then a lot of other people started self-quarantining, and then, you know, now we just surpassed China as the, uh, and Italy as the number one country for the most cases of coronavirus, so uh, we're definitely in a different period right now, but uh it's not something that we haven't been through before in this country because this country was founded on great principles and a great constitution, and I believe that that will prevail. But we do have some uh, evils that we're fighting, and those evils are socialism and uh, the ability for us to actually live in a free country where a lot of people would like the expansion of government and for us to be pawns in a game of chess. Uh, as you know, uh, I in the ring uh, three days uh, before uh, the deadline. I am a candidate uh, in the third largest city of Patterson uh, for councilman. Uh, and as a result of the coronavirus, our elections here in New Jersey are going to be both by mail. Has Florida been impacted? Uh, by the same type of process where everybody has to vote by mail, or how has it impacted the state election process in Florida? Uh, maybe you can shed some light on that for the people in America, for people that are listening in Florida, on, on what's going on there. Well, Florida um, was reg- – uh, the governor, Governor Ron DeSantis, declared it a national emergency um, uh, within the past week, and then President Trump with Ron DeSantis – the governor just announced a disaster area for Florida. Um, when it comes to the election, our primaries in August 18th 
And for the federal election, my election for running for Congress in Florida District 21, our qualification dates are April 20th through the 24th. So this coronavirus has greatly impacted the ability for candidates to get out, meet with, with donors, to meet with constituents, to meet with voters. And because of that, everything has basically stopped. So I partnered with uh, actually a woman who's running in District um, 19 in Florida. She's a Democrat. Her name is Dr. Cindy Banier. And we partnered on this initiative to petition to the governor, Ron DeSantis, and the Secretary of State, Laura Lee, so that we can get the fee, the qualification fee, due to this disaster and this national um tragedy that we're dealing with and the loss of so many lives right now people are losing their life and you know just all the prayers go out to them first because that's the most important thing people's quality of life and their health in america and especially in florida Um, but what we're trying to do and we have 35 other candidates that are signed on that are running for u.s congress or florida state senate or florida state house who who we're trying to uh, partition to the governor for him to eliminate the fee. So that's the challenge right now because, as you know, in, in every state, is their election process is different. So uh, every, we have 50 different rules and regulations when it comes to the election process, and a lot of it coincides together, such as, uh, you know, our day of election um, for the general um, election. But what we don't realize is that the voter fraud that happens and also how elections are bought across America. And we've been dealing with this for years, but now it's really coming under, if you you look at it, a lot of these uh, attacks, these viruses that we've been dealing with, they've happened in election years. So some people have, you know, said that's more than a coincidence, um, but it is true. So I believe that not only are we attacked from a virus, you know, the coronavirus, but we're also under attack for a fair election process. So I'm trying to fight with across the aisle, and we've, uh, we've, we've gotten some traction, and we're trying to increase awareness for what we're doing. And I'm just I'm thankful to be a part of the initiative because it shows great leadership and also shows um, the ability for us to work together, which is the entire role of someone who's going to be in Congress. Absolutely. I, I could not agree with you more. And thank you so much for the updated status, excuse me, <clears throat> about the Florida elections. Uh, New Jersey, for anyone in New Jersey listening to this show, uh, we know that our primary elections are in May 12th. They have been impacted. Everything is going to be vote by mail and everything is going to be going out next Monday uh, to all of the residents um, in New Jersey. Mike, talk about, uh, we know that the coronavirus is dominating the headlines. Um, talk about some of the challenges uh, that, that Florida faces. You've been on the front line of human and sex trafficking and child trafficking. Uh, what are some of the other major issues uh, that impact Florida uh, and that could impact the nation? And that you're focused on during your candidacy and when you get to Congress? 
Well, that's great. Great question. Thank you, Chauncey. Um, the, the, my main issues are really simple, and I'm going to go through them, and I want to highlight your specific answer to that. The platform that I'm running on is uh, Radicking Trafficking in Pompings County. It's a major problem. Also, veterans' rights, immigration reform, being fiscally responsible, education reform tied into uh, workforce and economic development, job creation, and also um, small business growth uh, for entrepreneurs and, and the funding for small business owners, and also health care. Outside of human trafficking, the biggest concern is the two things that are really tied in together, and that's immigration, job creation, health care. Everything is basically... It, I look at it like a gateway, and and if you look what's happening with the coronavirus, you know that's that's a great way to see what's happening in our country. We see our senior citizens, our retirees, under attack, their health under attack, and then we also see the health care that they're receiving being very costly. We also see a lot of homelessness am- amongst our retirees and seniors. We also see. That yes, the the the, uh, the unemployment rate was low before coronavirus, um, but now we had a major major problem where people are out of work right now. So this is going to be a major problem to get people back to work and back into jobs. And we just passed a two trillion dollar bill. And I put a tweet out today, and I was like, this is worse than the wild wild west when bandits were robbing stagecoaches. Right now, the amount of money grab that is going on with this coronavirus is absolutely ridiculous. There's nothing – we have no idea. I want to push for audit in Washington of the federal budget. We don't know where any money is going or where it's going. If you look at Obamacare, what happened to all that money that got dumped into Baltimore with Elijah Cummings? Where did all that money go? Where did all the money go? You know, we're talking about billions and billions of dollars. Where is this money at? It's untraceable. It's like in thin air. It's really, um, we really got to be aware of what's happening. And so I look at this $2 trillion, you know, bailout stimulus package where everybody's going to be getting $1,200. I have a mixed uh, feelings about that because, of course, you don't want to have Americans in peril. But also, who's going to pay for it, and at what length are people going to to get these funding? Absolutely, uh, we do have to have a federal audit. I think that's a great idea on on your behalf, as a fiscal conservative uh, that you are. Uh, I've heard mentioned that uh, there was money. Aside, they were trying to put money aside in the coronavirus bill for Planned Parenthood and, and other things like that. I mean, this money for the coronavirus should go right not only to sustain corporate and small businesses, but also to the first responders and the people on the front line hospitals, nurses, doctors, firefighters, police. That's where this money directly should go. Um, from the coronavirus and, and, and nowhere else, you know, uh, it's it's sad that I believe that they try to sneak some other stuff in that two trillion dollar package. I haven't had a chance to read the whole package, uh, but I will by next week. 
but I think it's a shame that in the midst of a crisis, the Democratic Party wants to add goodies to it uh, versus just focusing on saving America. It's very, very sad, but I'm glad that we have people like yourself and others across the country that are running for Congress that are fiscal conservatives that want to watch the purse, want to watch how our money is being spent, and have accountability on all levels. Now, what are are you limited now with your campaign of traveling? I guess you are. Um, the state is shut down in Florida. Are you able to go to public events? I mean, what are you able to do as a candidate right now, even though the blessing for you is that your primary is not until August, the election is in November. We hope that everything subsides. Um, but how is it directly impacting uh, 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 you being able, um, like you said, to go out, talk to people, uh, how is it directly impacting you? Well, this is a, in the big scope of things, in, in life or death, it's, it's a, right. uh, it's, this is minor. But in the scope mm-hmm. of what I've been working on for the last over two years, this is a major blow to the infrastructure of what I'm trying to accomplish. First of all, in New Hampshire, for example, the fee to qualify is $25. Down here in Florida, it's $10,440. What does that tell you? That they're trying to discourage. It's actually discriminatory, I look at it. They're trying to discourage people that are grassroots candidates from becoming eligible to be on the ballot. It's point blank. Or you can get 5,000 signatures. Now, the thing about the signatures is I turned in 1,000 that I worked two months non-stop to get these signatures and I got credit for like 480. That's the problem with with the, everything. The system is rigged. You know, we've gone to a system that that glorifies money and power. That's what we're looking at and that's when you talk about draining the swamp and what we're facing. So I can't meet with people. I can't fundraise. But this goes beyond coronavirus. Even before the coronavirus my local party, there's about six or seven other candidates are running against me. I would have a fundraising event and they would call everybody or email everyone to try to discourage them from going to my event. I had a full-blown assault against me because I want to fight for the Second Amendment, because I want to fight against the billion-dollar industry of, of human trafficking and exploiting sexually our children, because I want to stand up and, and, and fight for our Constitution. You see, our Constitution is really an exchange of money. That's really what this country has um, become. And it's very unfortunate, but that's why we have to have people, and it takes money. Even right now in this time, even though I'm trying to petition the governor, I've got this initiative going, I need people to go to my campaign and donate. And it's really tough because how do you ask somebody that's trying to keep the food on their table for their family to make a donation to your campaign? See, that's the problem we're facing, and I believe that this is going to greatly impact the ability for candidates all over the country who are grassroots candidates. We already had a gun to our head before, but now the gun is cocked and it's ready to be pulled. Absolutely. Um, I could not have said it better myself. Uh, This is just exposing, like you said, the bigger challenges. Uh, within a corrupt system that we have that needs to be addressed and needs to be looked at. For those that are tuning in, 
This is the Michael and Chaunty Show. I'm your host, Chaunty Brown. My co-host and guest, Michael Bloomling Jr., is in the studio, candidate for U.S. Congress, Florida, District 21, talking about the challenges not only that we face in the nation for the coronavirus, but the issues that impact Florida in the nation as far as fiscal responsibility and fiscal accountability and where is our money going, the taxpayers' money going, especially in light of this coronavirus. For those that and do Chauncey, tune in, it, it, go ahead. Chauncey, mm-hmm. one, thing, one thing that I want to get into real quick, and this is something that's near and dear to my heart as a Judeo-Christian and Catholic, and this has been bothering me, and I've been putting it out on social media. Of course, everybody knows that they go to my Twitter page for the number four USA Freedom. Um, they hit the real talk there. Uh, I think you have a saying for uh, your show, um, we're always right and never left uh, like that. Um, but I'm always giving the real talk, the truth, the street talk. If you want the street talk, go to my page for USA Freedom. I'm always spitting that uh, truth out there. But one of the things that um, really bothers me is that in light of the coronavirus, then please go to my page, share the information for USA Freedom. Go to my website, bloomling2020.com. Um, go go out, share my information. I'm on WinRed. You can make a donation. Help my campaign, please. Spread, you know, share it to all your friends and family. We have to raise, uh, write a check to the state of Florida for $10,440 by April 20th to put me on the ballot. I believe everybody has the opportunity and should have the opportunity to be on the ballot. But one of the things that's happening with coronavirus in light of everything being shut down is churches, synagogues, things of that nature are closing. Now, my faith is very important to me, and, you know, at the end of the day, whether you go to church or you don't, or, you know, you go to Mass or you don't, you know, God is always with you. I believe that in my heart. But when I go to church, you know, something happens for me. You know, I get spiritually something happens. And I've been very vocal about it. I've actually been, you know, talking about it on Facebook directly to the cathedral here in Palm Beach County. And uh, on my Facebook, you know, where I go to church in St. Vincent's in, in Delray, where I live in Delray Beach, Florida, and I'm in the Knights of Columbus. I'm a third-degree knight. And I'm really upset because if I, I – for example, right before they closed everything down, I went into church the, the, the one week, two weeks ago, and they didn't have holy water. Well, if holy – you know, the thing is, is that holy water – like if somebody has coronavirus and, and they – get holy water, I just don't believe that God is going to, if I'm going in to get holy water, that God is going to allow somebody, I just, I don't, I don't think that way, like, it's not, I don't, I don't, my faith isn't like that, where I feel like, you know, when Jesus was on this earth, you know, whether people believe in Jesus or not, or, you know, whatever their, their beliefs are, you know, I'm, I'm Catholic, so I believe in Jesus, and that's no reflection mm-hmm. on anybody else or what they believe, but I believe in Jesus. And so when he was here, there was lepers here. And I'm pretty sure, you know, I've read the Bible a lot. I'm not an expert of the Bible, but I've read the Bible a lot. You know, my dad, I grew up in a very strict house when I was a kid with the Bible. My dad used to write me, made me write the Ten Commandments. I had to write out prayers. My dad was very, very, very strict on me. And probably, I mean, even though he was strict, it it helped me in a lot of ways. And I was an altar boy as a kid, so... I've just always been connected with God. I guess this is the best way to put it. But when you go to church and you can't get you can't get holy water, I just I don't get that. 
you know, but then you can't go to church now. And that really bothers me because my faith and what I believe, if I can't go to church and if I'm going to church, I don't feel God is going to want me to get coronavirus. But now, can I get coronavirus from going to church and being around people? Absolutely. But I don't believe if I'm going to church that I'm going to get coronavirus. I just don't. And if Amen. I do, Amen. you know what? Amen. At least I'm Amen. going to where I want to be at with God. And, hey, look, if God calls me home, he's going to call me at home. If I go to church, synagogue, or mass, or, or whatever you believe, which I respect everybody's religious beliefs. That's what I'm fighting for, and I did in the military as a non-commissioned officer. I don't believe if I go to church that I'm going to get coronavirus. And if I do, you know what? I'll be happy to get it if I have to go serve God to get coronavirus. I'm sorry. Amen. Our faith is stronger than the circumstance that is going on today. And I'm along with you, brother. I don't fear the coronavirus. My faith in the most high like yours is strong. Whatever our destiny is supposed to be, it is already marked and preordained by the Most High. So the media is spreading all this fear. We should always be cautious. But to say that I don't want to be next to you now and all these other things I think is over the top reactionary. You hit the nail on the head. Where is our faith? Where is our faith? Honestly, Chauncey, what I look at it as is that the coronavirus is a vehicle, and that vehicle is trying to separate God from people. And I believe that in my Amen. heart that, you know, whether, you know, yes, the coronavirus is real, but with the lens of what's happening right now, I question, really, I, I really question. Amen. Especially when it Amen. comes to God and people's freedom to practice what they believe, you know? And and so, like, you know, yeah, you can go watch. I've never been a person to watch math on TV. I just, that's not me. I, I don't, I don't believe that. You know, I don't, I don't, the whole faith of being a Catholic is the transformation of the body, excuse me, of the blood, of the, excuse me, the water and the bread, the bread and the water transformed into the blood and the body of Jesus Christ, okay? That's basically, being a Catholic, that's what we believe. At the altar, and I've worked for the church. I helped raise over $4 million for the Diocese of Richmond. I worked for the Diocese of Lansing. I've been a lector as an adult. I mean, I'm, I practice my faith. I go to church weekly. Um, as a kid, my dad used to make us kneel down and pray the rosaries relentlessly. I mean, so I'm pretty sure I'm a pretty diehard Catholic. You know, my kids went to Catholic school, um, from three-year-old preschool up to eighth grade. And, uh, you know, it's my faith is important to me. Let's just put it that way. But what we believe Amen. as Catholics is that the bread and the water is turned into the body and, and blood of Jesus Christ. And then we receive, you know, we receive communion. And if we can't receive communion, I mean, unless the priest is coming through the TV to give communion, it will never supplement what happens at, at Mass. For me and my faith. You know, if I may, I want to share a Bible verse. When two or more gathered in my name, I am present, the Most High, God, Elohim, Allah, whatever you want to call them of your faith is. Isaiah 41.10, fear not, for I am with you. Be not dismayed, for I am your God. 
I will strengthen you. Yes, I will help you. I will uphold you with my righteousness. I think that is a perfect quote for the times that are going on today. I'm extremely blessed, Michael, for you to be my brother and co-host, for us to have borne this show to raise a level of consciousness to Americans all over the country. Yes, both of us are of deep faith, even though I'm Jewish and you're Catholic, we have a higher calling to serve the Most High, and that's how we live our life every day. And I'm extremely humbled and blessed, again, that you're not only my friend, my brother, uh, but my co-host on this show. We always keep it right, and we keep it real. We're always right, and we're never left. We are a conservative radio talk show that wants to bring real issues and real people and real talk to the front line of American people. And once again, I'm so blessed and humbled to be a part of this movement with you. Yeah, you know what? At the end of the day, I appreciate that, you know, because, you know, we, the community, that's what matters. I mean, those are the principles this country needs to get back to. That's why I'm running for Congress, because we need to get back to our principles of this country. And that, kind of, and that is not going to public and buying a hundred rolls of toilet paper and your neighbor doesn't have toilet paper. I mean, come on now. I mean, this is what we're facing. I mean, we got That's people crazy. right now. There was, a, there was a video I saw the other day. A guy went to Walmart, and he's got a video, and he's like, yeah, I got the coronavirus, but I got to eat too. And he said, quite frankly, I don't give a if somebody else gets it, if I got it, everybody got to get it. And so that's, that's that. what's happening. This is what's happened in America. And then in California, the guy was arrested. He was going licking all the toilet paper because he had coronavirus and he was trying to spread it. These people are sick out here. Honestly, this is disgusting. The devil is alive and well, and we must make sure we put on our whole body of armor before we go out into the world. We know that Satan was cast down from heaven to this earth until the second coming of the Messiah. So we're looking at the end times, Michael. We're looking at what is being prophesied in the book of Revelations of a pandemic, uh, of the fourth horseman maybe perhaps. Uh, these things are real, and, you know, it's sad. But this is where our faith is truly being tested. And we can see those who have no faith and those who have faith. We just have to keep praying for those people with their shortcomings. But, yes, it is sad what we are witnessing, the disobedience of people, the arrogance to share what they have with others, no regard for human life. Michael, unfortunately, we're out of time. Uh, God bless you. Thank you for being on this show. We hope that when you have a chance, we know that you're very busy with your campaign. Um, you know, we're on only one day a week, Thursdays from 6.30 to 7, because I'm running for a local office as well. Uh, briefly, how can people get in touch with you, donate to your campaign if they want to volunteer? How can they be a part? of your 2020 movement. 
So a big thing is pray for me, pray for the campaign, pray for Chauncey and his campaign, the work he's doing. Um, I'm never going to sell my soul to the devil. Uh, no, I can't be bought. I'm not for sale. Um, so to all the listeners, I will never be bought. I'm going, never going to be a rhino, and that's a Republican in name only. I, you can take that to the bank. I guarantee and promise that um, because I've been to the top of the mountain. I've been at the bottom of the mountain, and at the top of the mountain, Selling your soul is not a good thing, and material things in this world will never supplement the love of Jesus, and my, for my faith, the love of God. So thank you so much for having me on. Thanks for the cooperation and working together as a team because that's what we are. We're a family. We're a team. Please go to my website, bloomwing2020.com. I need contributions in the worst way. If we had 5,000 people that gave $5, that would really help boost everything. So it doesn't take a lot. It just takes the community coming together. <clears throat> Michael, thank you so much again. And as always, teamwork makes the dream work. We want to thank you for having U.S. congressional candidate from the 21st District, Michael Blooming, and my co-host, Dear Friend, being on the show today. You can follow the Michael and Chauncey Show on Facebook. You can also follow us on Twitter at Liberty Today USA. Join us next Thursday at 6.30 as we have former military officer, okay, and former congressional candidate from New Jersey, David Winkler in the studio, who has some dynamic insights on the Republican Party within the state of New Jersey and the nation and how he wants to lend his military background um, uh, to the nation. So we thank all of our listeners for tuning in. Please follow us, like us on Facebook and Twitter. Remember, every Thursday from 6.30 to 7, this is the Michael and Chauncey Show. We thank you so much for listening. Be safe, and God bless you all. Thank you for tuning in to the Michael and Chauncey Show. Please follow us on Twitter at Liberty Today USA. You can also contribute to the show on Patreon. 